let's go right into Handle on the News Late Edition. We'll start with this story and then uh, go right up to the top of the hour. And this is a super segment, which means there will be no commercials uh, at our normal commercial break. So it's Jennifer Jones Lee, Rich Murata in for Wayne and me. And this, of course, is our lead story. And I think one of the most interesting things that we did learn from that news conference that we just heard was the chief saying that the newspaper had, in fact, taken seriously the threats that they had been getting, apparently from this guy over time, but had decided not to pursue charges against him because of fear of making the situation more flammable than it already was. They knew this guy was dangerous. Yeah, very interesting point of that. We're going to get more information. And this happens, the chief said, in the next couple of hours, we're going to get some more information. So there'll be another uh, press conference, another presser. And then we're waiting for the president at 9.15, give or take, uh, to weigh in from Washington. And, of course, we'll cover that. Also interesting, I thought, uh, from the press conference, Bill, was the, uh, the fact that they had found evidence of uh, the dude uh, wholly planning this out yeah. at his house. Yeah, it was just uh, really some crazy stuff going on. But then again, uh, welcome to America. Just remember, guns don't kill, uh, kill people, people kill people. Uh, that's going to be my mantra for the rest of my life. Also, this morning, we talked to, or I talked to Danny Pike, who is a reporter at BBC, talking about how it was covered in Europe. So what I want to do, there was a sound cut uh, from England uh, of what was happening in real time. So I, I just want to play that because we didn't get to that uh, during the segment. A gunman has burst into the offices of a newspaper in the U.S. state of Maryland, killing five people. Employees at the Capital Gazette in Annapolis hid beneath their desks as the man opened fire. The novelist Carl Hyerson said his brother Rob, the paper's assistant editor, was among the dead. It's thought the gunman had unsuccessfully sued the paper in 2012 for defamation. Our correspondent, Nada Torfik, has been following the developments in Annapolis. Police responded to the first shots within minutes. The gunman had set off... All right. Uh, it, so I had asked, is it as big a deal over there as it is here? And the answer is yes. They covered it like we did. It became uh, front page instant news, which I found a little surprising because... Uh, my question to him or my thinking was, here's another one. And but no, just like us, uh, there, there's a number and we've never figured out what what that number is when it becomes a major story. Five seems to be clearly one. Uh, I don't think so. What well, how many, um, you know, because we covered it like crazy in right. America, oh, when, yeah. in France, when the, what was that? Charlie? Uh, he, yeah, I have he, to, he, oh, we were going, we it, were going balls to the wall yeah. on that one. It was real time. We brought, right. we went straight to, but that was a that was a uh, a terrorist attack in real time. Right, it wasn't. This has happened. It was happening now. Yeah, of course we a, didn't know if yesterday if it was a terrorist attack as it was happening. We didn't know anything about what yeah. was going on. Uh, really. It was pretty early on. Uh, they knew that it wasn't a terrorist attack. All right, uh, let's move on with some more news. We have to carry. Uh, we have to cover some of it. Sean Hannity blames Maxine Waters for the Capitol Gazette shooting. I spoke to Sean Hannity. Everybody refuses to call. Well, Sean Hannity, that's not Sean fair Hannity. to Hannity. He didn't say that. What he uh, responded to the shooting, he said, oh, God, good grief, so scary. Uh, it's so sad. There are so many sick, demented, evil people in this world. Really sad. And then he pivoted to talking to about Walters 
and her telling protesters to push back on members of the Trump administration. He did not say this is as a result of what she said, although he did not mention uh, commentator Milo Yiannopoulos, uh, the crazy guy who sent a text to a New York, the New York Observer reporter earlier in the week that read, I can't wait for the vigilante squads to start gunning journalists down on site. Yeah, that one Hannity ignored. Yeah. But, and, you know, I, I don't think it helps any. And I'm not blaming Trump for what happened yesterday, but it just adds to this whole anti-media chaos and hysteria by Trump constantly stating the press are the enemy of the people. You know, what is that? That's like some phrase out of Stalin. You know, that's just that's just ridiculous phraseology to be the the press are the enemy of the people. You know, the enemy of the state. What what the hell is that? I so miss you, Rich. Uh, In this whole case, I just want to go back to the fact that this guy has been doing this since 2012. It's not like this is something new. It's not like he hasn't threatened them before. Sometimes crazy is just crazy. All right. Arnold Schwarzenegger news. He's mocked the president's desire to rescue the coal industry. I'm back. (laughs) Yeah. So if you remember... Uh, he said during the course of the campaign, I will bring back coal jobs. Right. Okay, how many has he brought back? Uh, in 1923, it was the peak of the coal mining industry. <laughs> 863,000 coal miners. Uh, by 2016, it was 50,000 coal miners that are working, which is the least number in at least 25, 125 years. Harvard Business Review discussed retraining the coal miners for work in solar because solar is the fastest rising employment sector in the United States that has now hundreds of thousands and will soon be into the millions. But we've got to get the jobs back for 50,000 coal miners, even though coal is on its last legs within the next few years. Coal is gone, gone as a source of energy. That's just talking about it. Just, Gee, a little rhetoric there? What do you think? But Schwarzenegger's comment was kind of funny. He said, I mean, what are you going to bring back next? Floppy disks? Fax machines? <laughs> beanie babies? Beepers? Uh, blockbuster? Yeah. Well, you know, um, uh, Trump has mocked Schwarzenegger quite a bit. Oh, oh yes. yes. Those two aren't sure going to be has. dining oh, together anytime a, soon. Yeah, it's a great fight. And fighting privilege, the Senate finally wants to pay its interns. You might not ever I don't know the answer to this question. How many interns are there per Senate office? Do you know? I uh, know. Hey, a few. How's that? That's good. You know, more, that was marginal legal advice yeah, right there. More, more than two, less than 4,000. <laughs> 4, <000. laughs> Sorry to throw you a curve. I'm glad you had an answer. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's somewhere in there. But here's the point. Uh, they are going to pay interns. Why? And this makes sense because it's an unpaid position. Yeah. And poor people can't afford unpaid positions they have to eat and feed the family so uh, what this used to be is frankly white people of means who well, had you? Who, who had connections right. to uh the governmental officials or senators or congress people aren't you fed and boarded if you're an intern uh i don't know there it could be but I again you still need money I, yeah. And uh, that's uh, there are certain programs I think you are. Others, I, I don't know. I've never been an intern. Well, the Senate has now allocated $5 million to compensate all of its interns, which means yeah. about 50000 per office. So that's what I was wondering, right. how many 
there were per office then. Now, uh, it uh, here's a, a really interesting spin on that because now, uh, because of lawsuits, interns are paid across the board unless there are some exemptions, one of them being if uh, an intern is part of a school, if it's part of a school project or credit is being given. For example, our intern program here, which interns get no money whatsoever, they have to get credit in school. Right. For example, uh, Jennifer, what school are you going to now? Me? Yeah, that you're getting uh, an intern uh, credit for right now. It's called the School of KFI. Yeah, that is. As a matter of fact, we're about to establish the University of KFI for all of our employees here. truly School of Hard Knocks. Yes. Hey, so I'm just looking it up. It says, how do students find affordable housing when they're interns? Some programs help their interns find housing. There are youth hostels in Washington, D.C. that provide shared housing for the students. All right, so the students still have to pay. Yeah. Okay, lovely. So uh, you got a, a kid who is dirt poor or poorer and uh, not getting paid and has to pay for housing and has to pay for food. How does it, how does a kid yeah. do that? Uh, and that's why the Senate uh, is uh, now is saying payment. Oh, incidentally, you know the House and the Senate are exempt from every rule in the world. <laughs> you know, they don't have to pay minimum wage. They've exempted themselves from everything. OSHA doesn't cover them. I mean, nothing uh, because it's the Senate. It's the house. I think KFI interns should at least get a, you know. They co- get nothing. Cookies. They get know, nothing. A banana or they something get nothing. in the yeah. morning. You know what they get? They get the pleasure of running down to my refrigerator and getting me a Diet <laughs> get Coke. Get use of that. That's what they get. <laughs> that's not true. Some of them are awesome and turn in from intern to Alex. That's true. And uh, Some get jobs Michelle, Very few. Michelle ends up, uh, she the, our executive producer, producer, started as an intern on this show. Yeah. All right. And But how many interns have we had since then? A bazillion. A bazillion. <laughs> what do I tell interns to uh, give them some hope? That you'll last show. a week. That's right. Alex, what did I tell you when you first started? Uh, who are you? And then you'll last a week. That's exactly correct. Do you still show them your paycheck and say you'll never get close to making this? No, I don't do that anymore. Because <laughs> they told me that it's not nice. a good idea. <laughs> and it wasn't the paycheck itself. It was the envelope. Oh, I, oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> Well, France is going to bring back mandatory national service for all 16-year-olds. 16? Genius in France. That's too young. That 16 is too young. for mandatory and, service, 16? Yeah, and, well, it's not, uh, this is not conscription. It's, um, it lasts a month, the first part, and uh, I, I don't even understand this. Requires participants to live together as they develop a culture of commitment to strengthen their place and role in society. That's, I feel like it, what the hell does that mean? What do you have to live in like a dorm room? I don't know. They don't say. And uh, then there's part two. Uh, the young people will be encouraged to a voluntary commitment of at least three months. Uh, activities that could be re- related to defense and security in the army, police, uh, gendarmerie. Exactly. Yeah, gendarmes, that, that area. Fire service, civil security. I, I don't get that. What, are they going to be firemen for three months? 16-year-olds? Well, and how, how it's going to take you a month to train them in whatever yeah, position that, that they're doing. Yeah, I don't so get how that. effective how, is this? I'm not against the mandatory service for, let's say when you're out of high school, say at 18, okay? Right. You get out of high school. Between high school and college, I think a year's mandatory service, not in the military necessarily, but to give you, if you had a wide option of things to choose from. You cleaning know. up freeways? Cleaning up, yeah. No, whatever. Sure, why not? Yeah. By the way, how do you For say... a year, maybe. How do you say it's a crock in French? Because that's what this is. Le croquet. Le croquet, yes. <laughs> Le programme de croquet, yes. 
Puerto Rico is making a push to be the 51st state. I was born in After that experience they just had, I can't believe that. Oh, no, they want to be a state because it's... They think they'd be treated better then? Yep, yeah. yep. There are more pro- many more programs available to states than there are to, uh, to territories. Matter of fact, last time out, 97% of Puerto Ricans voted in favor of statehood in a non-binding referendum. So they want it. Now, Congress has to say yes, and the president has to vote on it. And and then the state seal of Puerto Rico, they already have that. It's a hubcap uh, with... Uh, Silence, see, please. Don't say anything, Jennifer. I'm so sorry let they're him, talking to me about... Just, uh, sit on, uh, did you... Uh, yeah, I, can you not you don't see even they're giving know. me breaking news right now? Uh, okay, uh... Do, do you not see this? I no, I don't. Moreover, I don't. Why are you ripping on me this morning? I'm, I'm not. I nothing. To, I didn't say anything about you. It had nothing to do said. with you. So, what is the breaking news? Uh, they are telling me that I need to fix one of the stories that I had in here planned for nine o'clock because they have an update on it. I haven't read it yet, so I can't tell you what it is. See, this is uh, how this we is make behind how, the scenes radio. Right, how we make the sausage. <laughs> this is inside baseball. Really? Exactly. All right, I'll tell you in a second what that says because I have to move on. There is a new medically confirmed case of a U.S. employee in Cuba hit in one of these mystery health incidents. So now that means there are 26 employees from the U.S. in Cuba who were affected. I'm young and healthy and you've got (laughs) charm. It would really be a sin not to have you in my arms. Now, is this about... This story doesn't mention the hearing loss. Well, yeah, at the very, very end, and there was, uh, it says a separate team at the U- University of Michigan published a report arguing it was possible to eavesdropping bugs or other devices placed too close together entangled their ultrasonic waves and caused painful and dangerous interference. So this, they're That's- trying to figure out, was it actually just possibly a technical thing or was this I- intentional against these guys? I don't know. All right. Bubble baby uh, disease story. Bubble baby disease. Now they might have a cure for it. Yeah, did you ever, the movie uh, about David the Bubble Boy oh, yeah. with uh, John Travolta did a great job. There was that Seinfeld episode on the Bubble Boy. I don't, I didn't remember that oh, one. Yeah. But anyway, that's the disease where there's literally no uh, I- immunity at all. Uh, the ability to fight off anything, a cold, I mean anything, which means the only way anybody can survive is to live in a bubble where the air is filtered and no viruses can get in and and the kids just never leave uh the bubble is well that a birth defect or you yeah, no, you're born, that i think somehow? you're i think you're born with it uh. anyway what this doctor did and it's really interesting took out uh blood marrow and extracted uh stem cells and then did some genetic engineering and, cor- and corrected the genetic mutation inserted the gene responsible for making this uh particular it's, it's an amino acid or whatever the hell it is and um then it started. Uh, then, then he started creating it on his own, the ability to fight disease, and it turned it around. Yeah, he and, says he's uh, using viruses for good. Yeah, really weird. All right, Uber and Lyft, and the wait times not so statistically different among the races. I, I don't know. I don't know if I necessarily buy this. Uh, I think there is a substantial difference from, and maybe it's anecdotal, and it is anecdotal, but too many anecdotes. Uh, to come down. So a study was uh, made um, that was done by UCLA uh, that uh, African-Americans have the same chance of their rides being canceled. But do they know who you are? 
when that's, you that's the are requesting the ride. That's the difference. Uh, which um, which of the companies that will not give a picture is just a name and a uh, and a phone number and a location? I think when I get an Uber, that's it. That's all you get. I think, yeah. And when when do they cancel the ride? You mean somebody applies for a ride with Uber? Yeah, and they just pass then, it right up and cancel. Drivers don't have to accept everybody. If you've got some scrungy looking guy or someone, you can who just is, drive past the person. Absolutely. Or I think if they're drunk or something like that, yeah. or you don't feel safe, you don't have to accept them. And then the argument is African Americans saying they were precluded, they were discriminated against far more than white people. And I, yeah, I don't know. I've uh, I don't take Uber enough. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah, so I I don't know anecdotally, but uh, according to UCLA, um, nope. There's no difference. Talk to a few uh, African-Americans who've been discriminated and see if they buy that. Well, permit Patty, speaking of discrimination, she claims she only pretended to call police, but then there's an audio of a 911 call that kind of contradicts that. She called the police on an eight-year-old little girl. You can hide all you want. The whole world going to see you, boo. I still love that. Yeah. So she threatened this little eight-year-old African-American girl selling water without a permit. A uh, little girl was selling it on the, I think, street corner. Yeah. And and so she is pretending to call 911, or so she says, she called 911. In the video, so see, here's how the, they're going to split hairs on this. In the video, she is pretending to call 911. After the video, she did call 911. So that, yeah. I don't know. I don't well, she is suitably uh, reviled by just about the entire population. Oh, yes, pretty much. Totally hated. Oh, here's someone's going to be hated a lot. Yeah, an Ivy League student who's went out there campaigning against sexual violence has now been charged with child sex crimes. Another one. Yeah, but this one is particularly confounding. Uh, he founded uh, the international organization Youth to End Sexual Violence. I mean, it's disgusting. Uh, youth ambassador to the United Nations, uh, representative on sexual violence. He traveled the world with Angelina Jolie and uh, was talking about sexual violence. Turns out that this guy is a predator and depraved as they come. Uh, he went on the internet and uh, ended up exchanging text messages with undercover FBI agents trying to have sex. Arranged meetings with a nine-year-old, an eight-year-old, a two-year-old boy. You wonder if he used Enough his sense. position to prey on these I people to get access to these kids. How do you have? How do you chat with a two-year-old uh, to arrange par- something with a two-year-old? I think maybe it's a parent, a guardian. They don't say specifically. You never know if he like said, "Oh, let me uh, babysit the kid." Yeah, gotcha. or, you know, okay. I don't know. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, player has been suspended for the first three games of 2018. Another one. This is Jameis Winston, a real up-and-coming, uh, to-be-great quarterback, starting quarterback for Tampa Bay. And uh, apparently, according to an Uber driver, he reached over the seat and grabbed her crotch. Hey, uh, three-game suspension without pay, is that about right? No, uh, Rich, no, is that too not. much, no, too little? it's too little. It's too little. He should be getting at least a six-game suspension under their okay. personal conduct or ruling. I don't get this. I don't. I don't understand why. And they're not explaining why. If, although they said their investigation does show definitely that he that he uh, touched her inappropriately. And so you know, come on, Tom Brady got suspended four games for supposedly maybe deflating a football. Here's a guy, but touching sexually, it, but touching it inappropriately. He touched the. 
<laughs> Maybe that was it. Maybe that was it. But, well, Winston actually has kind of a history of misdeeds sexually over at Florida State. He was once in a civil suit uh, charging him with sexually assaulting a woman that was settled. And then he jumped up. Uh, I remember there was a famous video of him jumping up on a cafeteria table and yelling sexual epithets. Real immature cement head, uh, Jameis Winston. And he's not growing up. All right, let, one last story. Half of LGBTQ workers are still not out at the office, according to this new report. Not. God, this, you would think we've gotten a lot further than that, but it could be just lip service uh, in terms of uh, LGBTQ uh, rights. Uh, a Human Rights Campaign Foundation found that the percentage of uh, these workers uh, who say they are closeted has only dropped by uh, more than uh, just by four points. Uh, there is, uh, they're still getting harassed like crazy, according to this. And I thought that it's more open that, but then it could be just, we live in Southern California. Handle, this is the prosecutor in the case for in Annapolis, Maryland. Sorry to interrupt you. To hold Mr. Ramos without bail. The next step in this process is uh, either a preliminary hearing or bringing the case before a grand jury for an indictment. Either of those things will occur in the next 30 days. From then, uh, from there, the case would then be for- forwarded to the circuit court. That is uh, the results of today's proceedings. Thank you. Can, you want can, to can you please repeat the, uh, the series of events? All right, you're listening right there to Wes oh, well, Adams. Shoot. He's the man that's going to be taking. The he list. was trying to explain why uh, he had 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 the the bail set or the no bail. I guess the the suspect to be held without bail is why he just went up to explain why they were going through that why he was considered to be such a flight risk so i'll get the details on that fair enough